0: I'm told I wasn't good enough to play in the A-League. CDFC FC offered me an 18-month deal. It just reignited my, my love and passion for the game. That moment against Peru culminated seven years of setbacks. A lot of people see that one moment and think that it is just one moment, but you know, it's the combination of my whole life. It was after the second penalty. I, I noticed he had his kind of notes bottle. It kind of went against almost every moral fibre in my body to to kind of sabotage someone like that. But anything to get Australia to a World Cup, that's a big water bottle. Kept it as a memento.
1: here we go with another episode of the four man Wool, a podcast on australian football slash soccer at its finest i'm your host joshan coming at you live from the 13th floor of a hastily built footscray high rise and in lieu of andy gibson who's too busy tanning on the goldie to join us the second voice you'll hear today is that of a man who's in the middle of a bushfire on twitter his npl player oz scopes here he is damon sarah g'day everyone it's good to be back
2: Uh, after a uh, very long two-week break for myself. Excited to get back into it. Yes, there is a lot of smoke currently outside the window and um, Mm. not sure what the fire ban rating is today, but I'm pretty (laughs) sure there should be no fires. So if you're in the Tatura slash Shepparton region and you're currently having a uh, barbecue or a bonfire, please put it out.
0: Maybe they just want to have a brisket. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit of a
2: smoke
1: show. Yeah. It's not good enough. <laughs> yeah, you're ruining the podcast. God damn it. Turn off the barbecue. Alrighty. Yeah, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> and last but not least, he was absolutely incensed by recent Go Bucket promotional prices.
0: It's Nicholas. Oh, thank you, Deshaun, for the introduction. Uh, incense incensed is the right word. Go buckets used to be three dollars when I started working at KFC. They're now four ninety-five. And now it's considered a discount price at dollars ninety five. I just want to say inflation's gone too far, but it hasn't hit every industry. You can still get five dollar entry into Lucky Thursday on a Friday night if you're you're a uni student. So I just want to say the economy. Well,
3: where you're going? Where you're going to Lucky Thursdays on oh, a Friday that, night? Well,
2: real
1: ones get the Lucky <laughs>
0: fries that uh, Lucky Thursday on a Friday morning. Truth be told. Um, <laughs> yeah, good
1: point, good point. Good point.
0: Yes, uh, lucky Thursdays. The economy isn't truly tarnished yet. If it goes to seven dollars fifty, <laughs> oh, I might have to reconsider um, and call a recession.
1: All right. So, so now that the rece- the the inflation has reached KFC, like we're we're on the borderline. Look, we're nearly there. Like it's. I don't think KFC. We're waiting like, for
0: inflation, uh, inflation in the media to raise their prices. I think they're always looking for a little cheeky. A cheeky price raise or a mm. cheeky uh, few grams off the servings you know they're... all right that's enough and of what's, that
2: what's what's mustafa's kebab's bloody
0: excuse <laughs> sorry hey, it's just what? a small business owner trying to get by don't go <laughs> too hard on mustafa
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> okay Can we he need to leave this like chat alone very quickly <laughs> it's no nicholas no no you've already taken us off the rails we're not even uh, three minutes into this podcast But we are finally here, boys. 20th episode. We fucking made it. Congratulations. This is episode 20 of the four-man wall. Incredible Um, effort. Yeah. Is that including the one deleted
2: episode?
1: No. No, we've scratched that from continuity. That's not canon, unfortunately. Uh, We've got a big old show today with goals galore in the A-League. We're going to hit you with some team of the season so far. And we ask the big question... Can Nick make it to England to watch our national teams play some football? Smash that five-star rating on Spotify. It's a massive help to the boys in the algorithm, but lots to talk about. 23 goals in six games this weekend, and five of them came in front of 18,000 people at Amy Park for the Melbourne Derby. Uh, no pitch invasions this weekend, boys. Incredible. Good result. That's a,
0: that's a good throwaway line for the front bar. Um, Next week, I they've got Graham Arnold coming up soon. Ooh. A cheeky, cheeky cross-TV cross, cross uh, TV show, podcast, cross, cross code co promotion. Yeah. Front bar. give us a shout-out at your earliest convenience. That would be fantastic. Thank you, Sam Payne. Um, but it was, it was a pretty great game for someone who didn't watch it. Well, you didn't watch it at all? Oh, I did. I actually did watch the ending. And I just want to say, um, Bruno Flornaroli, you know, one-eyed City fan here. Or not as much as Andy Gibson.
1: Mm-hmm
0: bit of a bit of celebration a bit of a carry on against melbourne city i want to say deserved he deserved to do that um wow yeah big cool. i i think um i think it was a great great to see him uh from a personal perspective get some success on the big stage again great great goal too and the celebration or yeah it did make my blood boil a bit at first but you know in, and i didn't didn't really lash out at the time but an immediate reflection you know he got oh, got iced out of yeah. the side completely. It's not. That's it's not. Right. It's not yeah, his fault he left. He would have, you know, right. Melbourne City was a club that made him fall in love with Australia, mm-hmm. and you know, wanted to stay longer. But you know,
1: Warren Joyce iced him out, and he deserves nothing but the best. I oh, mean, Warren Joyce is a name I haven't thought about in a while. Buddy. Yeah, was that? Do you guys know where Warren Joyce is these days? No. Nah. No, 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 no. Nottingham Forest, under-18 squad. He's the head coach. Oh, yeah. no, that's right. Hey, he was a choice. youth coach at
2: Manchester United, apparently.
1: Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad. But yeah, uh, Fauna Raleigh scored one of the three goals for, for victory to give them that 3-2 win there in the derby. And obviously, given all the drama leading into it, you know, we saw the Herald Sun... Uh, Drop in some some headlines, some hooligan headlines. We saw some of the Hoarder members present there as well. So there was definitely drama talk, but we were graced with a football match that I think outshadowed the drama, which was very, very nice. Uh, Damo, what did you make of it? As it should.
2: Um, Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy the first probably 20 minutes, half an hour. I I can't lie, I fell asleep. Fuck. uh, On the couch.
1: Oh my god! However, You've been flipping too many potato cakes, mate.
2: Yeah, I have, and but I'm very happy that I did because I was very much awake for the second half. Mm. And what a second half it was, indeed. I just thought the the determination from victory was incredible. Uh to to fight for the win as they did was very, very commendable. Uh, the new signing of De Silva I thought was sensational.
1: Yes, 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 And yes,
2: I yes. honestly think he could be a transformer, transformative aspect for the remainder of the season. I honestly think that they just needed that extra stability at the back and a little bit of that class at down back. And I think he definitely has it in spades, so... Scored the goal as well There's there. something to work on there, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's obviously on top of his game. He's come yeah. here to play and coming from Olympique Lyon, it's obviously a very big statement from victory.
1: Yeah, mm. uh, he's got a, a, a très beau bout, uh, a very good goal in French. Oh. Yes, a très beau, beau. I don't know if that's oh, okay. pronounced correctly, but I'll I'm use sticking that. with I'll
0: use, those, I'll use those words when I'm in, when I'm in France. I just say
1: but whenever I say it. Yeah, it is. Yes. But yeah, goals from De Silva, Fornaroli, and, Bre- and a bit of a deflection for Brillante there. But for- yeah. Fornaroli became the first man to, or the first player to score for both sides in the, yeah, the Melbourne Derby. It's interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. Damo, did you think the celebration was a bit too far from Fornaroli? Like no. He went for a bit of a run. No, no. That's what we want to see. We want,
2: we want um those stories. We want the villains. We want the heroes. That's how you build good competition. Good, good stories. Yeah, and sure. these are the stories that build the the history of the game. And obviously, the A League is only in its twenty something. Yeah, twentieth year almost 15 mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to twenty. So it's um yeah, these are the kind of stories that we need more. Melbourne City legend goes to biggest rival and scores against them in the, in the derby to take home a win. So, you know, we
1: need more of that. Which do you think is the more entertaining story from this season? Ninkovic setting up uh, the the game winner for Western Sydney. Uh, yes. Back in the day, or, yeah. or this one?
2: Uh, I think the Ninkovic one has a bit more, a bit more spice. juice. Yeah. yeah. There's a bit more spite in that one. But Fornaroli um I think the way he was frozen out of city and then gone over to Perth and now he's come back to Melbourne. Um, mm. yeah, there's not as much it's not as fresh in the front of your mm. head. It's yeah. It's um, yeah, the Ninkovic for me. That's that's more spicy.
0: Yeah, there's a lot that happened in between Fornaroli's departure that's and right, um, yeah. scoring for Melbourne Victory in the derby in the weekend just gone by. He he couldn't secure. A tra- it was the season of eighteen nineteen, and he couldn't secure a transfer before the deadline. So he was yeah well, moved right. to yeah. Perth, but he couldn't he couldn't you know <laughs> join the list um, yeah. because it was after the deadline. So he was just. Couldn't, couldn't play, couldn't maybe he could have trained. I'm not sure of the rules, but I know for sure he couldn't play. And um, Perth made the grand final that year, even though he, he didn't complete the transfer. And Perth haven't been at the top of their game since. And, you know, lockdowns happened Probably didn't get to play in front of his home fans as much as any other season. And then, yeah, there's the, the talks about... Then he almost got allegedly iced out of... It looks like it looks like he yeah. did because he demanded yeah. a certain
1: amount of wages that they weren't willing to pay, and they were like, "Yeah, you can just leave then."
0: And, the and I think a lot of Melbourne City fans have sympathy for they understand. Like a lot of Melbourne City fans were apathetic, like at the time towards Warren Joyce. Uh, you know, Bruno Fornaroli was a fan favorite, and and then it just so happened that you know we signed Jamie McLaren as a replacement, which was a stroke of luck. And also, um, and then also, Warren Joyce didn't last another season. Yeah,
1: this was on managers. This was obviously Vidic's, I think, first or second proper game in charge of Melbourne City, and not a great look to lose to the bottom club when you are the runaway leaders. But you know, you've still got Lecky out there banging in goals, looking like yeah, Lecky, wow, just the best form he's ever been in.
0: You're just you're just trying to keep. Make a fraud out of anyone these days. Ever since no 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 no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> City are fine. They, they, they dominated this game. They had what was it? Sixty-eight possessi- percent possession, nineteen shots to six. Um, it, it is what Damo mentioned earlier. Like victory had that resilience and they had a bit of bite to them that they haven't really had this season. Yeah they're fired up for the game that matters. Exactly. And And obviously, like, a Derby win, and they also won the big blue at the start of the season. It kind of gives them, you know... It it, it does put a silver lining on what has been a pretty horror season for victory. So, who knows? Maybe they can turn it around moving forward.
0: If you had to rate, like... Victory still have... I've been saying this, like... They... And they've kind of proved it by the Derby victory. Opportunities for silver linings through the season that otherwise has a line through it. And maybe, like... What was the most optimistic thing for me in this game was even though it pales in comparison to what we achieved, like what the A League could achieve five years ago, was the attendance could have easily yeah. a lot of casuals not rocked up. I mean, 100%. I even I, I, I don't consider myself a casual. I personally rock up due, due to other um commitments. Indeed,
1: um, you absolute alcoholic.
0: <laughs> um, I couldn't attend you to other, other commitments. But
1: 18,011 uh, just, people is a good amount, and it, it, there was a good atmosphere. There was
0: a lot partitioned off too, and there, yes. was, there would have been a lot of hassle for some members trying to arrange tickets um, accommodating um, security provisions and the sanctions, and I heard a lot of... Uh, I was reading into some social media commentary on the Melbourne Victory um, social media post like in the comments, and a lot of members, a few members, seemed to be a bit um, disenfranchised with how... Tickets were being issued and and possibly not seeing the link Uh, and like possibly just, you know, because in a sense, victory has been sanctioned and people were being affected that otherwise have nothing to do with the sanctions. As is the nature of their the sanctions. So it was a good turnout.
1: And, and maybe maybe we've got to give them,
0: keep the door ajar 1%. You never know.
3: Um,
1: yeah, it, well, they're the only, only seven points behind Sydney. They're only seven points behind Sydney in sixth there. And and obviously, like, the middle, that middle of the table, like, MacArthur, up and down, absolute mess, Perth, glory. I'm still not a believer, but they're, they're stringing a few results together here and there. And then it's like, yeah, Newcastle... Uh, Sydney and Wellington are all vying for that 5th and 6th position
0: but even even if they're like they were on the bottom of the ladder going into the game Mm. like the players get to play in the Melbourne Derby and then put in such a like a spirited victory and and see like in front of like their biggest attendant like their biggest most attended get the fixture you know gives a bit of fire in the belly compared to like for Western United for example Turned it around Against Wellington Phoenix
1: Yes Of course Like this is a bit This is more of a marquee result Yeah, than, than, yeah. And obviously And
0: well, if they turn around Like What Like There's not The significance to this It gives them yes. Gives them a bit of nitrous In the tank
1: Oh mate A bit of nitrous A bit, a bit of enough. Need for speed Hot pursuit <laughs> Let's <Bit> go <laughs> Fantastic. You that mentioned it no but my analysis of the game. <laughs> you mentioned it, but uh victory obviously with that uh victory are no longer bottom of the table there now. Tenth. They leapfrogged yes. Brisbane and West United and Western United Ah oh, Jesus. Fellas, three 0 loss to Wellington. Game? It was dismal. Well Wellington got goals from I... all of the new signings, Sass, Krayov and Zavada. Was yes. there at any point in this game where where you thought West United had a chance, Damo? Well, Am I allowed to say no? Of course you're allowed to say no. Well, definitely no. Definitely no. Ooh, that's... Yeah. That's an emphasis on that.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it never looked likely. I mm. think uh, they went with the, the old Prijevic and Bodic mm. double uh, strikers. I like Bodic, Which is you don't see very much, uh, very often. Anymore, no, you don't. So, maybe we should see less of it from West United. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can, maybe... <laughs> Maybe. But, Damo, uh, you picked this from the start of the season. You called uh, Aloisi out. At, I think on our first or second episode. I
2: did. Yeah. Well. And I think this is the reason why I'm not sure they. I think we've alluded it, alluded to it so many times throughout the season. It's the continuity versus change. Yeah. <laughs> the, nice. The the Nick saying. And. I think it, it absolutely rings true with Western United. There's just no freshness to the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got one, their highest goal scorer gone because he wants to go live back in Sydney. Fair enough. There's something missing from this team.
1: It is interesting that both Theoharis and and Milanovic, who have been hoisted off... Well, not hoisted off, like Milanovic wanted to leave, but they hoisted off Theoharis. And they're both already contributing to their new clubs.
2: Oh, Theoharis has been great for Mm -hmm. Central Coast, I I thought. And Milanovic is already looking very dangerous for uh, Western Sydney. He's already got an assist. I mean, it was a very simple assist and... (laughs) By <laughs> uni, who was very good, I thought, when he came on, put it away very well. So yeah, assisted an assist is an assist, so in yeah, in cleared Nick Milanovic uh <laughs> of style, he's he's off and running already, so
1: But seriously, like what is, is like continue to versus change, at what point can, at what point does John Aloisi just Change. Change the 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 back four. Lacroix has made so many mistakes this season. Like, what does he actually as have soon to as, do? As soon as he
2: grows a pair and decides, <coughs> no, I'm I'm going to drop yours. I'm going to start one of the young kids. But he won't, because I don't think Western United have a good enough academy
1: to do that. Yeah right. Geez, <sighs> they, they they've been they've been too busy focusing on um. Building their little little stadium, exactly.
2: That they're not a club that can just go to their academy, mm. if if you will, and just say, "Yep, you're starting next week." Yeah, I'm I don't sure. think they've got that that depth yet, as opposed to say a Sydney or a Melbourne City. Of course, even though Melbourne City already have a dearth of bloody centre backs anyway, but <laughs> if they were all injured, I think you'd definitely see one of the. City centre backs from the youth team getting a crack. There's not much more Aloisi can do
1: yeah, apart from what he's doing at the moment. I don't think. Ah, oh, look, quite has to be dropped for me. I mean, MI hasn't been great either as his partner, but it's no just,
2: one's been good. No, nah, it's no one has brutal. been. You'd say terrific.
1: Troisi, worst signing of the season. Change my mind. Um, Called it. But meanwhile, Nick, mate, I believe you have a, a peak moment of the week for us from this game. Am I wrong?
0: Well, week. what if I told you the to peak A League moment of the week didn't come from the A League? <laughs> Fuck.
1: Yeah, I would. It's come it from
0: underneath, game. like the Grim Reaper. Okay.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. We got the build-up started. Let's but go hustle related. through it. It's
0: really. related. Well. <laughs> I was very tempted to make the Western United rubbish bin, um, rubbish truck a oh, wow. PK League moment. <laughs> okay. But you know what? They gotta grow their fans, and I reckon if that's if that's David in if that's David in Manor Lakes grabbing his newspaper, um, you know when he sees bins getting collected in the morning, that's what. No, so bad. That's what we need. Are you gonna? Are you gonna argue that? Like... If it got set on fire, then I think it'd be a bit of an omen, you know, a bit of a Ooh. bit of a dumpster fire. But <laughs> <Okay, I'll laughs> finally, enough a bit of a okay. dumpster fire. Okay,
3: all right, uh, Nick. But all but right, PK Nick. The A
0: League moment of the week came from the NPL 2 oh, this wow. week. It's it's come from Preston City Lions. Absolutely dominating Western United in the attendance bracket. The NPL 2 I'm no attendance expert, but um, I might actually have to go with SMFC Mike on Twitter's oh, no, analysis. That, that is, <laughs> I, might, I might have to concur with them. And <laughs> I did the headcount myself. I reckon hot. there was zero people at that game. <laughs> So my PK League moment is a (laughs) professional football club taking their game where they already have limited fans and engagement, not providing the fans another opportunity for engagement with this club and brand they're trying to establish and taking it to a market that has no vested interest in it and getting, I think, a polite estimate was 2,000 people, but... I think I'm going to concur with SMFC Mike here in this case. Wow. and I don't often say that. but <laughs> That is huge. I don't think anyone said I'm, that. I'm accepting one good take of his and probably validating, uh, accidentally validating, 8,000 horrendous takes of his in the process. But if that's the risk I take, I mm-hmm. concur with his take. That's yes. PK League moment of the week being so... surpassed by the MPL too. I'm going to conclude that segment. I just want to say further... Um, We've seen some promising photos, too, on a more serious note, of the new Western... I'm not too sure of the official name. I think it's called, like, the Western United yeah. or Western Melbourne yeah, uh, yeah, Football yeah. Excellence Centre. Like, yeah, you know, one of those lovely terms. Look, it's promising. And I've got some... I've got a scoop for the podcast. Mate, it's in the
1: middle of nowhere. It looks like it's in the fucking oh, desert. Hey, hey, that's my scoop. All <laughs> oh, right,
0: Sorry. <laughs> As some may be aware, I catch a train frequently <laughs> past Wyndham Vale, uh... For employment reasons, oh my god, <laughs> it's called commuting. <laughs> All right, Nick has um, a job. Congratulations for leisurely activity. And yeah, I I, I was at eagle Live observer one morning. I was, you know, instead of you know looking at socials, you know, looking at looking at how many uh, cows, bangers, how many how many bangers Harry Suter's stopping in the Prem. Mm-hmm. Had to look up, and I saw this concrete structure in the distance that looked like about two aisles worth of um of of grandstand. But it is there. It is. I, I verified it with my own eyes. Yep. I, took a, I took a very hastily picture from the train, uh, sent it to the group, and it is there. Although it's in the middle of nowhere at the moment. it's over. And the pictures show it's overrun with weeds. Obviously, it will change. <laughs> I envisage it will be surrounded by houses eventually, but it did appear pretty far away from the train line. And they're not yes. putting a station there anytime soon. So that's it's, it, man. Accessibility is going to be I think a, a struggle. So something's better than nothing. If that's got some sort of car park, but you gotta let you gotta let people go there. Like, well, is that actually their stadium though? That that, or is
2: that just their training? You reckon that'd just be their training park?
0: Oh, I don't even know where they
2: train now. Um, <laughs> they train at Win that Windy Hill thing. Oh, do oh they know? do too. Windy they train.
0: Hill. They train at Essendon um, at the at
2: hangar.
1: Oh, yeah, true. Okay, yeah, not
0: so I think I've, I've seen him train there before, actually. I was, going, oh. I was going to the airport and and where we I parked the cars <laughs> right next to that. we um, have gone on
1: but, three tangents in the last five minutes. I reckon I reckon yeah, that's yeah, why Priyavich wants to leave and go back to Europe. He's sick of bloody commuting with Dyson Happel to the ground. That's right. <laughs> Who um, wouldn't be? <laughs> exactly. Uh, blonde probably, dreadlocks. Uh, exactly. Jake Stringer dreadlocks. being a exactly, yeah, Jake St- <laughs> yeah, Jake Stringer probably boned his wife. Um... <laughs> oh well, wow. nah, come too on,
0: let I thought you got to be careful what we say about Western United players. I saw Alessandro Diamanti um lash out at someone for um. Oh
1: a video. yeah,
0: they did so yeah. you good. You the you words have consequences. I them. did see because I was on my
1: way into work that, that day. I, I did see a few West United fans out and about. Obviously, they didn't get the memo that the game was in Tasmania, but um they were doing their best. So you're not, not a so fan, cool. Nick, of, of West United playing the occasional game over there in Tassie
3: oh uh, they
0: can do what they wish however right. i think the, the the brand needs critical establishing in the western suburbs mm-hmm. it's it's in a critical condition i question the merit on if selling games to tasmania has any benefit to the brand compared to say, if, uh, like, a Brisbane raw sold games to the Sunshine Coast or something like that. but the Brisbane um, raw
1: just play on the Sunshine Coast these days.
0: Or is, oh, well, not, my geography might be a bit sparse on Brisbane. That's thought, where I'm the well, Dolphin was Stadium was in the is. Suburbs. I thought it was in the northern suburbs, or maybe I was just going to like
1: them. A... It's, like, Redcliffe is, like, I guess you could call it the northern suburbs, but it is probably the beginning of the Sunshine Coast.
0: Okay, that, that might just be a misunderstanding. But my, my point stands, like, if they sold mm. it, like, further out, like, to Cairns or to... Mac- to Mackay or Townsville. Townsville is probably a good example because they actually have a, a, a rectangular stadium. But yes. my point stands is that the only team Tasmania deserves to play is probably one of their own, truthfully.
1: That would be ideal. And we will see uh, more of these uh, EOIs come through for the National Second Division coming out week yeah. by week. Gold Coast Knights announced that they're uh, yes. going to be applying this week. I reckon they'd get more home fans to a game than Western United. Adelaide City have sorted... Yes. Said they are interested. Yes, it's it's looking exciting. So
2: like to know more. I think there's going to be like um, a Perth, Perth
1: conglomerate bit as well. Perth,
2: yeah, yeah. Perth soccer club said that they're not going to at this stage, but want to more clarification as mm. on to certain things, and that's fair enough. Indeed. So awesome. yeah, it's just going to be a. I think it's going to be a very long-winded. So. There's
0: nothing to lose, really. Like we, no, that's right. We we need like Australia's geography's problem means that we can't have more than two national leagues. A league being the
1: first. Oh, the old NSL got more people to games than this, and obviously, like the whole point of the A League was to remove that cultural affinity, so there'd be less chance for racism, but. They've clearly given up on that these days because <laughs> they're allowing... Yeah,
0: what I'm saying is, like, financially speaking, oh, yeah. you know, like, you probably wouldn't oh, be able to yeah. have a third division of Australian soccer. You probably, you'd probably probably then split it up to the, amongst the states and then, like, you know, you have some final system to get into, like... And just so so that there's still a high standard at the top.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've seen that, that theory be bandied about a fair bit a little playoff yeah. system for the NSL or the MPL. sorry to feed into the uh, future second division but but they, do, um... they do have
0: finals for the NPL nationwide um
1: yeah, exactly. Yes, the the final the final fan count for the West United game was where is it two thousand six hundred and ninety was the official count, which was by the way more than Macarthur and Newcastle out in Campbelltown. That was twenty two hundred. So you know,
0: yeah, it went last. Was that pre pre lightning or post lightning?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, you got to kind of factor in the weather and into it, all of that, yeah, but yeah, you say 2,200. ah, two thousand uh, two hundred yeah. 2, people. But yeah, yes, maybe maybe a few more garbage trucks. Covered in West United branding will help them out. Who knows? Yeah, don't
0: stop there. Do the buses, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe, That's it. Get, get it up to everything. That's it. Maybe, That's it. maybe you know, like um, sponsor some of you know the tradies that come out to the western suburbs, you know, to do all the new estates. Yeah. <laughs> maybe paint any cows on the on the remaining, farm, remaining farmland on the periphery of Melbourne. You can paint them green and black.
1: That's gotta really? be animal cruelty, I reckon. We can't be doing that. We can't be paint we can't be painting cows green. Come on. That's that's a step too far. Always
0: referred to the local regulations, but <laughs> for cow painting is as long as you're not using toxic paint. Okay. I've seen people do it on the internet, that's all i say, but um, always, always, always confer with your local rules and regulations on that one. We are not
1: providing legal advice. (laughs) Straight up coming from a town planner, beautiful stuff. So yeah, three goals goals for Wellington over West United in that game, and there were eight goals in the (laughs) Adelaide-Western Sydney game. Worth talking about. An absolute goal fest. Is that the first time?
2: The first time. A 4-all scoreline has been...
1: No shit. Yeah. I did not know. I I have seen people say it was record breaking, but I didn't realize that was the exact record that had been broken. But an absolute banger. Yeah. Damo, did you watch this from from uh, start to finish? It? Yeah, I I did. Beautiful. Because it was interesting. Be- <laughs> it was interesting indeed. It was a great game. <laughs> what? Well, how? It was um... a good game. <laughs> what do you reckon was the best goal of the game? Was it Borrello's wonder strike or Leuni's equalizer? Oh shit. Yeah, it's a good
2: goal. Oh I, I think I'd have to stay with Borrello. I think Barello's goal I think it was just so unexpected. Yeah, fair. I mean uh Laini's goal obviously very, very classy. However, yeah, barello for sheer audacity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> our sponsor for today, Audacity. Uh... <laughs>
3: That's our
1: third sponsor, what with um Fuck. Yeah. Lucky Thursdays, audacity.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Nando's peri <Pilly Yeah>. peri nays. <laughs>
2: okay. I was um. It was one of the more interesting games of the round. I would say after the derby, and there was a lot, a lot riding on it for for Adelaide. They keep in touch with the uh, the top two mm-hmm. and the top six as a whole. And yeah, a lot, a very good game. And I think um. Both coaches were very much at, their, at each other's throats, <laughs> as they generally are when Mark Rudin is on the other yeah. side. So. Yeah, Rudes
1: has been very angry recently, hasn't He's he? He's
2: been very animated lately, hasn't he? Yeah, he really has. to calm down. Yeah, yeah, he has.
1: So. <laughs> but he, uh, it must be said... I reckon, like, obviously, Milanovic set up Liuni for the for the goal there. Schneiderlin hasn't taken the world by storm, but he's still very nah, solid. not quite. I reckon Western Sydney probably had the best transfer window of anyone now with, with Liuni uh, and Milanovic going pretty well. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I would actually have to agree. Mm, there you go. I'll take that. I'll take that. There's
2: no one else who really did a whole lot. I mean, Melbourne victory, victory. did a lot, but... Not really that much. Um, obviously, the silver was the main yes. in there and uh, some of them in though. He is very good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, credit to Western Sydney. They they uh, targeted some areas they were obviously um, struggling in, and they've uh, come away with a draw.
1: And it's interesting, I think, for a club who are somewhat famous for like, oh, 1-0 wins and, and having a stout defence and playing boring, to be a part of this four-all goal fest. Like They can clearly attack when they want to. Nick, would you like to see Western Sydney go out there and play with a bit more pizzazz bit moving more forward? Attack.
0: Yeah. Oh, mate, I always love it when I turn on the A-League and I see a bit of pizzazz. Yes. the only reason they Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... It was a great, great game, Uh, especially that uh, moments of madness in in, in the additional time in the first half. Yeah. uh, uh, We thought there was Western Sydney went 3-1 down after Marco Rudan said, play out the half.
1: (laughs) Honestly, um, that offside was so tight.
0: Yeah. If that stayed if that's state I reckon um, do we have any knowledge why the camera can't line up is it probably just the infrastructure at the stadium it's I imagine like, and, and like, like our pro- broadcasting city. yeah because it's not like yeah I understand why but Ooh. It was very tight. Would you say it's conclusive evidence to overrule no. that goal? It's probably no. not. I would have. I would
1: have. I would have. If I went. If I was in charge, and I think I should be in charge of everything. I would have <laughs> let the goal stand. Quite frankly, I thought it was uh, fine.
2: Give the attacking team the benefit of the doubt. That's sure, it,
1: be. mate. You Let's play the game to game.
2: score goals, do you
1: not? Well, that's it. That's exactly right. And I'd I love think to she see the
0: defending it. team the benefit of the doubt, but
1: mm. and I'd love to see Western Sydney go out and score more goals. They've got. I reckon Borrello is probably the third best winger in the league behind Leckie and, and Goodwin at the moment. He is playing like an absolute beast he, right he is He is. Right. It's like, is,
2: he, is he in form enough <laughs> to be recalled <laughs> for the Socceroos? Ah, well,
0: I We'll don't find know. out when we play England at Wembley.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Nick, any any but decisions could, on that one? Have you, have you changed your flights yet or no?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm preparing my PowerPoint presentation as we go. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Why we need to go and watch the Socceroos at Wembley? For context, um, my partner and I are going on a trip to Europe for four weeks—a bit of a bit of a, a bit of annual leave from both the day job and the Full Man Wall podcast. Because it'll be hay league season by then. It just so happens this morning there was an announcement—seven o'clock. So- yeah. uh, seven o'clock as I was waking up. Socceroos are going to play at Wembley. Issue is, we're kind of set on our dates, and it's two days after we leave London. So I'm doing the pitch. Got the slides up. Reason one, we get to see Harry Suter in person and find out how tall he really is. (laughs) Reason two, the cum dog. The dingo. Reason three, you know, get to watch an up-and-coming team uh, like England, you know, playing in front of their home (laughs) fans. You know, they haven't had much success lately, so, you know, we're recent Asian Cup champions. (laughs) No, we're not. Two editions ago in 2015. Okay, all right. (laughs) So, well, well, in the... (laughs) Well, <laughs> oh. in the, in the second most recent Asian Cup we won, and in the second most Euro, recent Euros they lost to Iceland in a knockout stage. So go figure who's the king of football. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah. Sam Kerr's but, the queen of football. Well, you know what? Fuck it. No, yeah, she's just the king. Going on or, on she's just the, the here, No, you're yeah, going on a tangent here. Actually, you know what? I set it up, so that's that's responsibility on me. But yes, we will hope to see you and thusly the four men wall at those friendlies at the Wembley in England. That would be fucking awesome. You, you
0: can pay for my, you can pay for my extra
1: travel. No, I can't. I am dead <laughs> broke. But if Brillo is to make it back into the soccer squad, like obviously he's got a lot to compete with. Good winners in fine form. Lecky's in fine form, as I just mentioned. Quo. Cool. G- Garing, yeah, Garing hasn't. Uh, he's been. He's he's shown talent at Hearts thus far, yet to get. Well, like, you could can Batmobile. you let me finish for fuck Jesus
0: Christ's <laughs> sake? It's like a Star Spore commentary box for the test match. Mark
1: <laughs> War. You need to calm down, Nicholas. You need, you need to. Oh, God. Take, have some tea. Have a nice ginseng root tea. Calm yourself down. Fernando sauce in. Yeah, qual. Um, doing pretty reasonably for hearts. Uh Mabil has indeed found a bit of form now over at Sparta Prague on loan from Cadiz. The list goes on. We have lots of wingers we do in the Australian setup. Lots of wingers indeed. None of them doing very well there. No. So Varello in with a shout. I love him. Maybe he is he is he a guy who could go and succeed in, in Europe or Asia, do you think, Damo? Uh
2: he's had a crack. Mm. In it's Europe. Bangers. Unfortunate with injury. I think if he's got that uh that bite that fight to get back into Europe I think he definitely could he just has to go to a somewhere where he's considered one of the best players in the team
3: right
1: we can be be a star that's right okay
2: um because I don't think he has the capability to grind out and mm. as he did in Germany and it just didn't work okay. Similarly to Ben Halloran,
1: yeah. Yep. Halloran
2: yep. kind of had his moments, but yeah, so
1: I he needs to be a star rather than a role play. He doesn't, he doesn't, yeah, have to I think to so. Yeah, yeah,
2: fair. So, possibly going to a lesser league, possibly mm. like a Scotland like or somewhere, somewhere like that. Yeah,
1: just go to Scotland. Everyone should just, Everyone go, just go, to go to Scotland. That's it. Go hang out with the fellas. Quality, um, quality, Probably quality, goal of quality. the week, would you say, if it's not? Yeah. yeah. D- uh, Nicholas, your thoughts on goal of the week? Is it Borrello's? Uh, look, this is a long wind-up just to say Borello's, and yeah. yeah, it's going to be Borrello. <laughs> it is
2: going to be. Definitely Borello.
1: not Parsons. Shout-out to Roy O'Donovan in NPL New South Wales as well. Oh, for wow. We go, that, was that was an absolute beauty. A few Roy nice Donovan goals. still kicking it? Yes. Well, for the longest of times,
0: I thought... Trish McManus, I just heard an Irish person come, like providing official comments on the A-League. I'm like, oh, it must be Rory Donovan. but a mm. bit of uh, generalising and Yeah, love that. Love Australia. a bit of generalisation. Hey, hey, I
1: work with an Irish person these days, so I, I take that very personally. How dare you? Regardless, Adelaide and Western Sydney playouts would draw to maintain that kind of hunt for, I guess, second on the table, Make it, make it spicy. And the other team in that fight is, of course, Central Coast. It was over at Perth. Macedonia Park sold out. Uh, about 3,800 people. Banging atmosphere. Uh, Perth go up 2-0, but the uh, the dingo rocks up and scores two pens. Did you boys watch this game? Oh, I watched them. I watched it. I <laughs> yeah?
2: watched the last uh, two or 30
1: minutes, I think. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not I bad. watched
2: the two Cummings
1: penalties. <laughs> What'd you make of his um his celebration in his front of the Perth fans?
2: There, oh, it was well warranted. Yes. I think the Perth crowd were giving it to him, and he's like, "No, I'll score for this give it to it." <laughs> sorry, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, and, and that's what he's done, mm-hmm. and credit to him, and that's what we've come to expect and come to love from Jason Cummings. So, yeah. Jason Cummings
0: was just like. Jason Cummings was just like all of us if that's ever watched a Perth Glory home game. After the fifth, you fasted your shit chant. Yeah, exactly. From the shed, you just want to, like, give that's it to him, it. so. <laughs>
1: bloody hell. Uh, it, it is worth noting, though, that these Macedonia Park games, they have been providing something, I think, to Perth. Like...
2: Yeah, it's that close, that the suburban ground feeling. Getting it packed to the brim and just bloody... There's a it. lot of feeling. It, it's, it's good.
1: It, I think it matches uh, Zadball as well. It matches
2: Zadbatch.
1: 100%. Yeah, fight that scrappy nature. But I'll ask you my first burning question of the night. Three burning questions. Should yeah, Perth well. just stay at Macedonia Park moving forward? Yeah.
2: Why not? <laughs> Instant Get, get the uh, government to uh, chuck at least another 20 grand at the ground and... Uh, a few uh, chivapi, um, kebapi bloody
1: <laughs> snags over there,
2: and they'll be right.
0: <laughs> That's all you need, mate.
1: Some better lights and some chivapi stands. Bang.
2: That's it. Mark <laughs> McGowan, do your thing.
0: All right. I
2: like
3: it. <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
0: I just want to say I do we even know what's happening at HBF Park, Because I heard Harry Styles is performing <laughs> there this week. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, like, what's the upgrades that we can't have football on? But you know, we can just bloody get Harry's house into town. Oh,
1: jeez. Yeah though, they're, they're gonna be going there in 37 degree heat to watch Harry Styles uh play. That's right. Bloody hell. Oh, oh mm-hmm. boys, Harry Styles did a shooey. Oh. Uh, what a man. How good. I gotta tell this. Can I I gotta tell this to them, so
0: hold on. <laughs> oh she's actually going <laughs> Fuck. Hey Steph. This did spin. you hear Harry Styles did a shoey? <laughs> Any
1: thoughts? He literally brings up at the start of the episode that we so? need to make these things shorter. And now he's...
3: <laughs> what? What the fuck?
1: She said yes. Oh, uh, yes. She, of course she knows. Steph knows everything, mate. Okay, I, I want to make, make a little impromptu prediction here, boys. Who is actually yeah. going to finish second? Uh, Central Coast, oh. Western Sydney... Or um or or uh, fuck or Adelaide. It, it, it is so open at the moment. Or Wellington. Or Sydney. Or Newcastle. I mean, no, they're no, all no, within no, three no, points of no,
2: each
0: other. No, no. Adelaide United. Yeah. The boys both
1: reckon Adelaide.
2: Based on their game
0: the other week, I think Adelaide have more. And they're great attacking. They got. Great attacking output, you know, with Halloran, Ibasuki. Uh, he's scored his oh, first Eric goals
1: since, off the Yeah, oh, Eric he's Kunda scored his that.
0: first goals since um, November. That was a 10-game
1: yeah. ten, ten game baron streak for Ibasuki. He's he only scored like five that. in 16 games. Ibasuki's bad, bro. Like, he's not... He just doesn't have... A lot of talent. <laughs> Sorry, I was that's so
0: con- I was reading through his Twitter page, and it's very wholesome content, so yeah. I suggest you reconsider that statement, Tashan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't go against my boy Ibasuki now. Is, is he just a nice guy, is he? It seems like it. He I mean, shares like, his goals to social media to share with his
1: fans abroad. That's nice, um, but maybe, you can, maybe if you scored more of them, you know, like... <laughs> well, I, don't, I want to see you get on the puck I mean, and score some left. more goals. You don't even come to the games these days, mate. Come down to Futsal and we'll we'll have a chat, yeah? Bloody Quidditch. hell. He uses uh, English and Spanish to communicate with his friends in Japan. That's lovely. You know what? That's really wholesome. Again, maybe if you spent less time doing that and more time, you know, working oh on Oh, my you know, God. Can't he have a bit of work-life balance? Yeah, he's got five goals in 16 games. And you know what? They gifted him that penalty to to give him some confidence. Normally, Goodwin takes the pens. Fair enough. You know, that's yeah, lovely. It's
3: Adelaide. It's, it's,
0: it's Adelaide for me. I think that, you know... Great, great team. Maybe a bit prone in the back line, but you mm-hmm. uh, know. And Goodwin, Goodwin's got good guys too. Good, yeah. good
1: guys. Yeah. He's got good. Guys. <laughs> good win yeah. is gonna give you a couple of good wins. This is true. Yeah, good banter. Good. I'm gonna. I want to go with Western Sydney. I think um, this new <laughs> version of them with the fight with with the spicy Marco Rudin on the touchline getting into it. I, I like it. I think it's gonna be very I thought entertaining. You said Western
0: United for a second. No, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, Western United <laughs> go on
3: my
1: run. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be caught dead, mate. Maybe second last. That's it. That's it. That's it. But um. All right, okay, I'll take Western Sydney. Your boys take Adelaide. No one's picking Central Coast. Mm. I think they're more not great to them, mate. No, if it if weren't for Cumdingo, Dingo, they'd see. be, um yeah, they'd be struggling, I reckon. It's the impact of Garen Quall, even. Yeah, that's it, mate. that's it. And I, what, there are two other games that we're going to kind of f- fly over here. Yeah, it's not even worth it. No, Sydney versus Raw. Look, at end of the day, Raw, one Roar nil, sorry one win. all. Solid, solid draw, but not enough for Warren Moon. He's been sacked. He's, gone. he's um, gone. He saw he himself saw it coming, so I'm not yeah. really surprised. But Nick Green's been uh, signed as the interim coach the rest of the season. Uh, ex Brisbane City coach, so the Italian um, club over there in Brisbane. He's worked with Hartlepool, Middlesbrough, and Lincoln in a youth capacity. So he's got a bit of. Pedigree. a bit of pedigree yeah and we'll see if he can turn things around for for raw and avoid that wooden spoon it's i reckon it's a bit of a tussle between raw victory and united for that last place it's going to be entertaining to see who comes out on top and then macarthur newcastle lads wow aussie weather huh how good
0: Didn't watch well oh, they delayed misses yeah, yeah. guys are going in for in. it oh yeah Peak A-League
1: moment of the week too. No! He's got another peaker. Peak Peak.
0: Peak A-League moment of the week. I I had nothing to give you last week, but... Uh, You've made up
1: for it this week with two. Good man!
0: (laughs) I don't know, they're not not necessarily strong ones, but when it's there, I have to call it. Of course. What is going on in Sydney? They have to delay this game by one hour leading into the fixture. Bald of the APL to make that call. Oh, I know they love their broadcast money too much. He indeed. Um, <laughs> but they they push the game back. Useless to avoid the heat. Yes. And then they've only just I'll ended up here. pushing oh. it into the eye of a hurricane. <laughs> um, it's just classic A League. It's just it's just classic A League, classic Sydney behaviour. You know Sydney behaviour. You know Melbourne Melbourne had a. 40-degree day on Friday, and you know what? By 5 p.m., it was 20 degrees. It was amazing. It's so a cool change. No thunderstorms needed for a cool change. It was great. Zero humidity. But it was it was ridiculous. 228 minutes, something along those lines for a football game. It's not because I left the PlayStation on pause while I was uh, having, <laughs> having some dinner. It was bloody pelting down over there. And I just want to say, I want to redact any statements about uh, Newcastle Jets being (laughs) the worst team. I said, very ill-advisedly
1: last week. they were unbeaten in six games, (laughs) brother.
0: (laughs) They (laughs) were unbeaten. Oh, mate, look, I'm not going to, like, hold on to the Zad fraud lines like you have, like, for way too long. But Uh, I just want to say, they were, you know, if it wasn't for that bloody ping-pong ball at the back of the, like, and there's a few ping-pong moments that Brisbane Roar just kept out, and I was... Lucky that you know Parsons eventually got a ping pong moment to get the equalizer but
1: Ooh, lots of ping pong traps at it.
0: Bit of CSGO lag kind of situation, you know, oh. a bit of a bit of a nice goal action in Rocket League, but yeah.
1: <laughs> bit of um, Timo Bowl action. Yeah, he's a good ping pong player, he is. Prior to Germany he is Timo Bowl. Now <clears throat> obviously the game Newcastle, MacArthur, delayed by 239 minutes in total. Pretty impressive. Did you guys know that Matt Miller, that MacArthur right back, is their top scorer this season? Yeah. That's insane.
2: I <laughs> had an inkling anyway. That's so... Because every time they get a corner... That's so
0: insane. He's like 50% likely to score ahead of you it. know Richard Delight De was um in that season where Bruno Fawner got iced out, he was the Melbourne City top goal scorer.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like
3: and penalties
0: and tap ins.
1: Jesus mate. I love uh, that. Um but Richie delight oh what a name. It's a shame because yeah. MacArthur has so much creative like talent on the team obviously, you yeah. know. Oh, rest
0: in peace my prediction for Daniel Arzani to mm. win the Johnny Warren medal. Oh that he's is been Mate, that prediction is in the Western United rubbish truck right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that rubbish truck is heading straight for the Werribee South Pier and it's oh never gonna no. be down at the bottom. That 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 prediction doesn't deserve to see the light of day. Can we just like hide the Instagram post for good?
1: No, never. That's staying up there forever. He wasn't even in the squad against Newcastle azani which I think is a bit harsh to be honest, because like it's not like create like Noon is solid. I was too optimistic. Alassane Touré is solid, but they're not setting the world on fire either. Uh, check out Uli Darvila's All Access episode. Very emotional stuff. Very powerful. Yeah, oh, I haven't gone into it yet. just finished Craig's. Big Craig. Craigie Goodwin. But uh, I believe that wraps up the actual League Games. Uh, having promised yeah. to make this episode nice and short, we've gone way over that's time. That's definitely so. not going to. No, exactly right. <laughs> oh, it's not on. like I suggested it anyway. Yeah, that's all right, Nick. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. We're trying. There's just lots of there's lots to talk about. Australian football. It's it's good. It's entertaining. It's fun. But uh, we'll move on to the news. And I want to address something very quickly. <clears throat> Harry Souter. He's good, isn't he? He's always been good. He's good. He's
0: always good. He's, good. Really he's fucking good. He's. That's it. Harry Souter. <laughs> he's
1: uh, he's living what I'm up to his. Good. He's living up. Oh yeah. All right. Nice. He's living up to his status as Australia's most expensive player of all time over there at Leicester. Contributing to some uh, impressive wins for, uh, was it, no, Brendan Rogers is his name, yep, nearly, nearly fucked it up there.
2: Former Celtic manager.
1: And I wanted to just ask Endeavor. you both, my next burning question of the night, who do you guys think will be the next Australian to make it to the Premier League to join Harry Suda? Because Suda reckons he's a bit lonely up there, all alone.
2: I think he's best mate. In the Australian squad, Riley McGree would have to be.
1: Riley McGree? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Killing it for Middlesbrough at the moment. I think they will get promoted with under Michael Carrick. Yes, I love it.
0: I'd love I'd love to come through as um I'd love to
1: come through as, you
0: know, like finding the diamonds in the rough and like having another name to put forward with Damo, but I don't think you can go past Riley McGree. So I'm mm-hmm. um, I'm just gonna rest Rest my case there. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. Conor Metcalf and uh, has been good, but I don't think he's gonna like beat Riley McGree to the Premier League.
1: <laughs> there you go. I like it. Riley McGree. You know what? He's uh he racked up two hundred appearances for my expansion club in my Footy Manager twenty one save, and for good reason. He's a it's a bloody good player. Is Riley killing it? The pride of Australia. Uh, Harry Shooter actually named McGree as a guy he thinks w- who will make it. He also named Kai Rolls as the other most likely candidate uh, moving forward. So He's gotta be planned for Hearts to do that. Uh, yeah, ideally. Started on the bench in their latest game. The one they lost Not to sure Motherwell. That a... Yeah. That's why they lost, mate.
0: That's true. Mate, EPL is just, you know, like second division, division Scottish Premier League anyways. <laughs> you know, if the EPL was really the top division of um, football, then why is England below Scotland? You know, it just makes sense. Scotland's higher on the pyramid.
1: Alrighty. I like that. I like that. I like that. Another big piece of news coming out closer to home. Graham Arnold. Mm. He's come out very vocal. and He said that he wants you know, the FA and the government to work together to build us. A home of football in Australia, a la the old Australian Institute of Sport that we used to use back in the day before it was canned for no apparent reason. And he wants to see that happen before he finishes up as coach of Australia. So he's got, what, four more years. I just wanted to ask you, lads, uh, does that sound like an idea that is, is pertinent to, you know, a successful football in Australia? And where would you like the alleged home of football in Australia to be?
0: Well, it's going to end up in Sydney regardless of what we say, so... That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, you might as well just chuck it in the middle
2: of Parramatta, if you might.
1: Ooh, middle of Parramatta, you reckon?
2: Yeah, why not?
1: Okay. Uh, Campbelltown. Not Campbelltown? Not not a fan of maybe Campbelltown? Come on.
2: That needs to be Alice Springs,
1: doesn't it? <laughs> Smack bang center. in the centre, yeah?
2: Smack bang in the centre. Make it easy for everyone. Just, yep. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll all have to go to Bloody Alice Springs, all right? <laughs> I reckon
0: they should put it on Coogee Beach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Now, chuck it in Byron Bay and set up a new reality TV show about it. That'd be nice. I love reality TV shows. But is football he right? Does, does Australia need a home of football, like where the national team can train and develop and we can have like a national academy set up and that kind of thing?
2: Yeah. It'd be good if we weren't such a large country
1: it would be ideal yes
2: where we could actually make these things happen Mm. and just like
0: over a a week's notice and not like a year yeah could we benefit like it might be fragmenting resources but could we benefit from like I reckon like ideal world of funding but like we could possibly benefit from you know like some state teams you know like I said AFL does their youth development um you know, and they have like a they have like a football carnival each year. You know, a bit a bit of that model. Yeah, I don't mind non-traditional, that traditional, non traditional for football. However, I do think we need like a centralised, like a a, a non like a non. Uh, what's the right word I'm looking like? Not associated with club football, like outside of the club environment, um, mm. to just for, give further resources to players. And so like a centre of excellence, AI, I guess.
2: yes. Yes, 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 yes. So already in Canberra, all I need to do is just yeah. vacuum the classroom again. Put it
0: in tidy. Uh, but
1: put it in tidy. <laughs> Every time I catch a train, when I caught
0: when I caught the train and saw the and saw the Western United training centre, you can fit like. 10 football pitches between that grandstand and the train so oh. And another 10, like, around in all directions. There's plenty of land out there, son. <laughs> That's it, mate. Just, next, no, no yeah, so just houses. next door it's to
1: Western United, the little concrete boy will have the actual Australian Centre of Excellence set up. <laughs> <Western> <laughs> United might have to ancestral it home of football in Tarni. Fantastic. Let's do it. <laughs> what about, where's Melbourne City trading out these days? Out there in the east? What's that place called?
0: Uh, Casey Field Casey
1: Field set him up in Casey That's Field
0: that, that, you, may, you may laugh at that but Casey Field started out like what Western United's excellent Centre um, is starting out like so it can be done it was just a oh. I think the, the local government and the Melbourne That's AFL that. club invested in it and now now the houses surround it where, mm. where originally it would have just been like what it sounds oh, like,
1: shaky shaking Casey. Access accessibility is terrible though. Like, having been to a game out there, it's a pain in the ass. The car parks are all over the place. It's it's it's. Oh yeah. It's, it's not.
0: It's not a model I'd advocate for, but no. you
1: know. And yet here we are, doing it yeah. again. In any case, moving forward, uh, around the world, Mark Burry-Giddy went viral for all the wrong reasons over oh, there my in God, Scotland. Yeah. Bit, of a, bit of a bit of a boo boo. But on a more positive note. We saw the Matildas. They've got two wins from two in the Cup of Nations so far, having beaten the Czech Republic 4-0. And what can be said is a very impressive result over seventh-ranked Spain, 3-2 there. It was. Very impressive indeed. Claire Polkinghorne got on the score sheet. She is now the most capped Australian player. Most capped Australian player. Of the tillies Of all time. Fantastic effort from, from, uh, from Claire, who was set to play in her fifth World Cup later this year. And it's good. It must be said, the the Matildas are finding form at the right time. Uh, Under Gustafsson. For the un- first time. exactly right. Under Gustafsson. there you go. It's 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 the feeling is nice. We're getting excited. And Nick, I have to ask you a, a burning question of the night. So I well, will ask mate. you this:
0: Hot tea?
1: Can the Matildas win the World Cup?
0: You know what? Considering I have a ticket to the final. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, we hope so. It would be monumental. uh, The Matildas winning the World Cup at Stadium Australia, Mm. that's the non-sponsored name, you all out there, uh, in Homebush, Sydney, would be the biggest thing to ever happen at that stadium Mm. since... Since Kathy Freeman won gold medal there, Johnny um, that, that, Johnny and that and that, that it will just be Kathy Freeman and the Matildas winning the World Cup and John Aloisi and maybe the Asian Cup. That's about it. Like that, that if they win the World Cup there, you can have grand finals. I'm being serious now. Mm. You can have grand finals at the at, at the Stadium Australia for the next fifteen years. That is like, I don't care anymore. Like do whatever like. Do it whatever you want. Will they win the world Cup? I think it's a tough ask. Uh, football, women's football, is like get gaining a lot more popularity. Yep. In um, I've discussed this before in in Europe, um, in traditional you know men's footballing powerhouses like in, in Spain, who were just defeated, mind you. Hey. Um, England, England, Germany, who Germany have been there and abouts before, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Italy too, who beat us in the last World Cup, mm-hmm. France. Every year we have more competition compared to previously uh, women's... Some of the best women's footballing teams were from teams that are uh, from nations that um, were just, you know, maybe on the periphery in terms of elite in the men's competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a tough ask, but I think they've got a favourable draw to make it through to the knockout stage. And I don't see why they couldn't make it to at least uh, any given tournament quarterfinals. Uh, A home tournament semi-finals.
1: Yeah, all right. I like that. And once they're in the semis, anything can happen. That's it. Yeah. Well, once you make it into that into that round, yeah, obviously anything can happen. We just saw the Socceroos very nearly beat Argentina. Played
0: Argentina. If if all you knew going into that game is we're playing Argentina, we're going to lose, which we kind of had that underdog mentality where that was a possibility. Mm -hmm. We're going to lose to Argentina, who's going to make the World Cup final. Um, You'd probably be already writing up 4-0 as in the result, but it ended up being 2-1. So anything's possible as long as you're in the game. And I think they can do it. I don't say they will do it. I just... With
1: the home conditions, they can get get it done. Fuck yeah, I like that. Do we think that HBF Park will be ready in time for the Women's World Cup to actually be played on? Yes, if they make it turn into a Harry Styles concert, I don't <laughs> see why not. <laughs> <laughs> or will we be seeing like uh, America versus Canada being played out at Macedonia Park? Are they playing at HBF? That Park? would go up. Yeah, they're playing at HBF in theory. Is- there could be. A,
2: there's a lot of expats in America, so yeah. There you
0: go. Great call. How lucky are the uh, buddy people in Perth to buddy get the states play there?
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't know if America and Canada are actually going to play there. Oh no! Either. Well, actually, it can't be America and Canada because Canada are in
0: our group and America isn't in our group. So
1: it's a good point. I mean, for the for the knockouts, who knows? Okay. It's
0: knockouts, bro. Yeah. yeah. No, no. It's not. It's, surely, it's not doing the knockouts when you've got like actual footballing stadiums. Well,
1: I like, uh,
0: I don't. I don't need... Macedonia Park is a problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, hey, yeah, Macedonia Park, like. Give it this at least the semi final, but HBF
1: Park, no way. Arguably the only. I just, I just don't understand why Suncorp Stadium isn't chosen as the grand final. I mean, honestly, like it's just a better stadium than anything that Sydney can throw up. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I would have preferred should to be go the MCG. Yeah, exactly. Fuck Sydney. That's that's what we should just focus on here. But... Sydney is such a shit city. <laughs> exactly, preach, so brother.
0: Why are you going to demo
1: Because it's the because women's it world. It just cup. happens
2: to be a bloody world cup final
0: there, right? <laughs> Once-in-a-lifetime experience. Um, and, did it, and did
1: it get the World Cup final for being a shit city? Or you sent in a bit of New South Wales yeah. government? <laughs> oh, jeez. It's worth noting yeah. that uh, the Matildas, recently, according to an independent marketing organisation, have leapfrogged the Wallabies to become Australia's fourth favourite national sports team. Fourth? Fourth, yes. The
2: rules or the Matildas? Sorry? The Socceroos or the Matildas? The Matildas. Fourth? I thought
1: they were first. No, the Baggy Greens are first. Oh, not for much longer. And then the Socceroos are second. Oh, at the moment. Lucky, yeah. Uh, and then the Kangaroos are third, so the rugby team is Who are the third. Kangaroos? North Melbourne? Football? Club. No, no, the fucking rugby league team, mate. <laughs> mate,
0: I believe <thought laughs> even rugby league fans don't give a shit about international rugby league. <laughs> How are they fucking beating the Matildas?
1: Uh, again, this is an independent market research firm. I don't know. But still, it's an upward trend, all right? It's an upward trend. They're beating the wall. Probably wal-latives. done in Juno's living room. <laughs> okay.
0: He's like, I like the, I like the Kangaroos, <laughs> the, you know, the international rugby team. And it's like, <laughs> and they probably put it down as a typo. Probably
1: meant North <laughs> Melbourne. Oh, far out. Maybe. Who knows? Arden Street is a, it's a powerful force in in... In Australian sport. But let's move on. Uh, we've got one more segment to smash out before we wrap things up today. It's been a cracker an episode so far, as usual. We've got just nine rounds left of the A-League. We're, we're, we've come to the business end, the home stretch. It's heating up. It's getting spicy. And basically what we're going to do here is just pick our well, team of the season so far. Well, players of the season express so far.
0: Picks. Yes. Express yes. picks, we yeah. Express picks, so we're going. So we're
1: going to, yeah, a little express trainer vibes. So we're going to pick our keeper of the season, defender, midfielder, and striker. Uh, who wants to go first? Yeah. Go for it, I'll Damon. Go first. All right, late on. Goalkeeper for me.
2: My my pick for Golden Glove this season. Mm. Lawrence Thomas.
0: Ooh, Lawrence. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. You picked him so early on. I picked Jamie Young. <laughs> Very
1: free <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Jamie Young's having a struggle of this. Well, it it's his defence. Jamie Young has a trash defence ahead of him. Alright. We've got Lawrence Thomas in there. Very nice demo. Strong start. Give us the rest of your team. Give it lay it all right. out for me. Um centre back.
3: Yep.
2: Uh, it's a toss up between Marcelo, Mercella, and Triantis. Oh, Nectarios! <laughs> Nectarios. Nice. And I'll probably, I'll have to go with Marcelo. Go on Marcelo? But towards the end of the season, I reckon I could end up going with Triantis because uh, Marcelo could be injured
1: mm. for a while. Interesting. So you think Triantis is being the better centre-back there alongside Caltech? Yeah. Fuck. I I genuinely think that. There you go. Nice. Fantastic, I like that. Shout out to the 19-year-old Nectarios Trientis having exactly a great right. season there for Central Coast. Future right. Soakeru, I reckon. Yep. Beautiful. And in midfield? Uh, midfield?
2: Oh, yeah, it's a tough one. I'd have to go, actually, Aiden O'Neill. Oh, nice. Very nice. Can't really think of anyone else who's been as consistent. Yep.
1: He's been good from start to finish.
2: Anyone who comes close could be
1: Clayton Lewis. Oh, this man pulling some names out of the hat! Clayton Lewis or Callum Neuenhoff. You Yeah, know, I was gonna say is surely you you drop in some Neuenhoff chat, my man. Yeah. Lewis is an interesting. One. Then, I I like Lewis, but I, I kind of think Ugarkovic runs that midfield a little bit more than him. Yeah, but De- they're sure. both very good. They're both very sure. very good. Yeah. What?
2: It's good it's a good um it's a good discussion point and mm. I think up top I'll have to go with Jason Cummings the cum dog Cummings. <laughs> the
1: cum dingo. It's a strong lineup. So your uh your players of the season so far we've got Lawrence Thomas
2: Lawrence Thomas Nectar Triantis mm. Aiden O'Neill and Jason, the come dog Cummings.
1: Beautiful. I don't mind that at all. All right, I want to slide in here. I've picked Ollie Sale as my keeper of the season. Yes, she's conceded a few goals, but he, he's he's made a few bloody beautiful saves as well. And I think he's he's won Wellington Phoenix a couple of pretty crucial games in their bid for the final. So I'm going with Ollie Sale. Love the man. For my defender of the season, I've gone for a fullback. You pack. A very attacking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be all unique with a (laughs) fullback.
1: Go on. Jai Courtney Perkins. No, 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 no. Uh, I've gone with Geordie Boss. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone with Geordie Boss. Very nice and attacking. I love his play. Is he more of a winger of a fullback? I don't know. It doesn't matter. He's playing as defender and he's killing it. So I'm going to go with Jordy Boss, the left back. In midfield, oh, gee, there's some absolute stars that I could have picked here. So uh, you do want to do like a center midfield, like a Nuenhoff type character. Do you want to go for a Cam, like a Richie van der Ven? In very good form for Melbourne City. I ended up going for a winger. I've gone with Matt Leckie as my midfielder. A yeah, that's
2: what I didn't really consider. I didn't really consider mm. the
1: wings. I've gone. I've I decided to stick with like make the wings a midfield, and just leave strikers as yeah. my forward line. But I, you can go that's both fair. ways. I reckon. Like that's fair, Nick. If you have Leckie as your striker, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, hold that against you. I think that's more than fair. And Thanks. then for my striker, <laughs> I will go with. Uh, again The cum dingo I think he's, he's, he's Just a complete package Right now And I actually think He's going to overtake McLaren for golden boot This season I think he's in that Good what? form uh, Only a full goal gap At the moment So there Ollie Sale Jordy Boss Matt Leckie And the cum dingo Nicholas Take us home brother Going to go Express pick mode here Go
0: Goalkeeper Lawrence Thomas Yeah Defender Jordy Boss Oh. Midfielder Karl Newenhoff mm. and forward Matt Leckie. Mm. Yeah, nice.
1: I like and, that. Any questions? Any any ruminations? Was uh, Craig Goodwin in your in your discussion for best midfielder of the season last year? Oh, he, he he
0: has been like, you consider him a midfielder or like more of a forward, tight winger uh, up for discussion? Mm. Um, but now Karl Neuenhoff I think, has been really a revelation for Western Sydney Wanderers. You know. Um, you know, really controlling that tempo in the midfield in uh, what's, you know, quite a... um Popped up with a goal this weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say the words like staff started, because staff started. No. Nah. Like it's more like first season contenders. Uh, Boss I picked in because I don't want to do the research to do pick between Marcello and Marcella. Yeah, um, fair enough. <laughs> but I just want to give... I do want to, like, acknowledge that Western Sydney and Marcello and Marcello has been... Um, quite solid. And with Mar- Marcello injured, perhaps, you know, like conceding four goals in his first game, being injured, possibly five if it wasn't for an offside call. Mm. Uh, he's probably, you know, he's got got a bit to play in the team. And, um, but whether it's one player or the experienced partnership, um, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I cannot speak to that. All right. But, yeah, and. Uh, Lawrence Thomas, because I like reminding myself that even the smart of us, smartest of us get our best golden glove predictions right. So <laughs>
1: I just <laughs> okay. keeps me up at night. Yeah, of course it does. I mean, look, look, J- Jamie Young was a very fair option over there at the start of the season. I mean, it's just uh... we did just win the championship. Like, come on. Exactly. I think I think three of us picked Jamie Young. I think. Hold on. Yeah. We you got Young, Young. Yeah, Damon was the only person to not pick Jamie Young and he picked Lawrence Thomas. So there you go. Not bad. And I believe with that we're gonna wrap things up, boys. It's been an absolute pleasure, a blast, if you will. Uh, highlight of my day thus far, although I did only wake up at two PM, so it hasn't really been what? doing much, so you know. <laughs> I've worked for nine hours, but <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a big lunch rush at the fish and chip shop? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck. No shit. People love their potato cakes. Can't go wrong. They do. Someone's mm. got to make them. <laughs> Someone's got to make the potato cakes, otherwise that of economy will just come crashing down and we That's can't exactly have that. Right. Uh, what about yourself there, Nicholas? Any uh, parting comments for us? I just want to say, keep watching the Yale League and loving this podcast. That's it, boys. That's it. Like, subscribe, and comment. And um, uh, much love. This has been the Four Man Wall. Thank you all.
3: Devere, I think, is worth... Just pausing for a moment, just thinking about the wider context, because he's playing so well. He's such a beautiful player to watch. But the, the the wider story, and we'll see some of this in A-League's All Access this week, you know, the, the dreadful, dreadful circumstances of his off-season, of his wife dying so unexpectedly and leaving him with a young child, and, and he could so easily have walked away from the game. And then you saw the emotion in the final of the Australia Cup, uh, and not just from him, but from his teammates, who were openly sobbing at what it meant and the, the support that they had given, and I think it's um, it's it's kind of got lost a little bit in in the drama around Macarthur with Dwight leaving and uh, and question marks around you know the way they've been playing at mm. times, but just the the, the cr- camaraderie there is clearly very strong. And it, it's I mean I haven't seen much of the footage of the De Vier, um A Leagues All Access there. So it'll come out on on Thursday night as usual, but the, it I think it's going to be the most emotionally powerful episode by a long way.